Welcome to the Texas Trailhead Podcast. I started hiking to help with my health, both mental and physical. And now I'm encouraging y'all to get out and enjoy the trails, the outdoors, camping, all that stuff that Texas and beyond has to offer. So join me, Danny Laurel, as I'm sharing stories from myself and others who enjoy the outdoors as well. So grab your backpack, put on your hiking shoes, and let's go on another adventure. This is the Texas Trailhead. Time is one of those things that you can measure it, but it always feels different depending on where you are in your life or where you're at in your work schedule. And 2020 has definitely had moments where time has felt like it's flying by. Like, I cannot believe it's already December. And there have been moments when time felt like it was stood still. And that would have been when my job was put on hold and I was home a lot. And I didn't really know what to do at the very beginning of the lockdowns, what to do with my day-to-day schedule. But one of the things that I felt remained constant was talking to you all on this podcast and either sharing my own personal stories of being out on the trail or talking with people that wanted to share their stories about how they got started and enjoying the outdoors or talking to somebody that can um, spread the message of mental health awareness or talk about their new book that they've just written or just a buddy that also enjoys the outdoors and just kind of wants to shoot the breeze a little bit. So that that is the one thing I felt like that has been pretty steady for me this year is this podcast. And as I'm recording this, there was a memory that popped up on my phone talking about how a year ago from today, I was starting this podcast and I actually was learning how to use the app that I used to record it and recorded the episode a few times and I just was messing up and I was I remember being frustrated about thinking I was recording this full segment and then looking down and seeing that it only recorded like the first eight seconds. And that's just kind of how the app was. But learning from there and learning kind of different things and and listening to that episode, I was just kind of telling a story and talking about my experience and hearing it. I'm using just the the microphone that you would use when you're talking to somebody with your headphones in. And I wasn't really worried at that point about anything else except for just telling a story. And I hope that throughout this first anniversary that that, that mode of storytelling hasn't drifted off too far. I definitely want to keep learning and keep upgrading and keep improving the quality. But at the end of the day, I really hope that what stays constant is just enjoying you listening to me or listening to someone else just tell a story about their recent trip or recent adventure. The first episode was about a really special place to me, Enchanted Rock. I definitely... If you're jumping in on this podcast at at the very end, I 
go back to the beginning and listen to Enchanted Rock and kind of how that state park really set off a whirlwind of adventure and this need to get out. And and even though at that time I was still dealing with some, some other things um, mentally, I, I always felt, starting with Enchanted Rock, that the outdoors were going to be a special place for me to just get away and turn off the noise and and just kind of focus on something that's bigger than me and that's nature and nature has always had a way of putting things in perspective when you're outside especially at a place like Enchanted Rock and you're on top of the dome and you look around and and you see people walking that are just really small and you and you you learn really quickly just how insignificant some of your daily struggles can be and and it's really important for people to remember that and why being outside is is such a benefit because it really puts things into perspective and that that isn't a complete day and night situation there there are there's work that goes into having that mindset and being able to clear your head when things get tough and it's really helped since then with how I handle being frustrated and how I react to being frustrated. And this year, uh, almost a, a, in January after the podcast, so um, January 20th, so everything's kind of happening on a 20th. Um, January 20th of 2020 is when I gave up alcohol. So I'm almost at a full year of being sober too. And that was kind of part of the the healing process of just clearing out all of the negative in my body and and really getting to a place where I can start to appreciate all of the things that I do have instead of always being frustrated about all the things I don't have. And I feel like nature and being outside and talking about places to hike and getting y'all to get out and explore new places or revisit places and see them from a new perspective. Like I'm, I'm doing it for me and I'm hoping that other people are enjoying it as much as I enjoy telling um, you all these stories because it's been really fun and there is no big, huge celebration. I'm not really one to toot the horn too much when it comes to stuff like that. I'm just really thankful that people are tuning in and there's definitely a, um, a little base of trailheads that are, have been super supportive on the social media channels and, and doing what they can to show their support. And, and none of that goes unnoticed. I am super grateful that 12 months after the first episode, I'm still getting on the microphone as, as frequently as I can and, and trying to hit those weekly episode markers that really, I mean, I just kind of created them myself. There's, there's no deadlines that I, I'm, I don't work for anybody. This is all me. I'm a one man operation. So the podcast, all the video editing, all of the hiking, like that's all just me. So to, to be able to hit, um, a pretty consistent weekly episode, um, track is is for me pretty impressive and for those that are listening on a regular basis I'm glad to have y'all on board I don't I don't know what the plans for 2021 hold for the podcast I definitely have some stories that I want to 
to tell. I'm going to continue to hike and go to new places and talk about visits of places that I've been to before. And, and I, and, and I definitely want to encourage y'all to get out. There's going to be a lot more history. I'm pretty sure is coming in 2021. There's some pretty big historic trails. I know y'all have heard me talk about the El Camino Real. That is a big project that I have put upon myself in 2021. So if any of y'all know any video producers or any grant people that want to contribute and, and, and help this Camino Real project take off, um, reach out to me because doing this by myself is going to be kind of tough and I'm taking on some extra work on my day job next year too. Um, thankfully, I mean, it's a it, retail management is an industry that I've been a part of for a long time and I really enjoy. Hopefully down the road, Texas Trailhead is turns into my main um, business. But until then, um, I, I love what I do for my day job. But um, yeah, you know, 12 months later, that's 45 episodes, not, not a whole lot by some industry standards, but for me, I felt, I feel pretty, pretty proud of the, the first year and, and, and telling these stories. And I'm just, I can't say this enough. I'm just so grateful and appreciative for all of y'all that are sticking with this episode and and listening in on a weekly or whenever y'all have a chance to listen. I know it's been for me too, you know, I, I don't, I, I've, there was a whole chunk of the year when I wasn't commuting as much, so I wasn't listening to as many podcasts, so I definitely get it, but there's definitely a handful of y'all out there that have still been tuning in, even with different schedules, so um, I really appreciate you all, thank you for all of your support, thanks to all of y'all um, that support the podcast on Anchor.fm, and thanks for anyone else that's been buying some of the early um, merchandise. That's stuff that really helps keep the website and everything growing. And we'll, we're going to continue to grow off of that. And the Texas trailhead will, will continue to grow as a brand. And the hiking lifestyle is, is part of what this is, but it's all small baby steps. So Thanks again this week. I am doing a little visit recap for Goliad State Park and Historic Site. If you have never driven south, Goliad is an epic place to visit. There's so much history down there. I can't even... I don't know. I mean... Three, two, one. There's so much history down there. I can't even really... I don't, I don't really want to ruin it too much in the um, intro to the episode, but there are a lot of, if you're into stuff about Texas history and the Texas Revolution and a lot of the Spanish and the French and Goliad is kind of the epicenter for a lot of different eras of Texas history all culminating into this one little town. And the state park is really made up of for other sites, not even including the um, Presidio La Bahia, which is awesome too to visit. I'm currently working on that video recap. So if you're not already subscribed to the YouTube channel, just search the Texas Trailhead and subscribe because I do videos also 
And, um, you know, video editing is kind of not my top priority. I like to write and do the podcast, but the video editing aspect has become really fun and I'm really enjoying it. And, um, I, I hope y'all are too, because the, there are more subscribers going and checking out the video. So I really appreciate that too. So yeah, um, check out the YouTube video that should be coming up soon and otherwise stick around for the second half of this episode. And that is Goliad State Park and historic site. Enjoy. This podcast is brought to you in part by Cairn subscription boxes. You can get $10 towards your Cairn account when you sign up with code JDT782. And that's the Cairn subscription box. This podcast is also supported by listeners just like you. When you go to the Texas Trailhead shop and pick up the newest souvenirs that are available, you can find things like lapel pins, stickers, or decals on the website. All of those purchases go to help support the website. So check it out at thetexastrailhead.com and then just head over to the shop tab and look for all the new merchandise. Camp, fish, and learn about Texas history at this historic state park. This is Goliad State Park and Historic Site. Located about 45 minutes southeast of San Antonio, Goliad, Texas tells the stories of Spanish, Mexican, and American cultures. And the park itself is home to one of the amazing mission structures you'll find in this part of Texas. To fully immerse yourself in the historical journey, Goliad State Park is really made up of four unique places that all serve to tell the story of Spain's occupation of this land, the mission systems, and the Texas Revolution from Mexico. At the park itself, you'll discover Mission Espiritu Santo, learn about Ignacio Zaragoza and visit his birthplace, across the street there's the El Camino Real Visitor Center, and on the other side of town, the Mission Nuestra Señora del Rosario. One of the important aspects of the missions is the presidios that were built to protect them. And while not part of the Texas park system, Presidio La Bahia is just down the street and across the San Antonio River from the Espiritu Santo Mission and is a must-visit to learn even more. So grab your backpack, put on your hiking shoes, and let's go on another adventure. This is the Texas Trailhead. The Karankawa the Tamik and the Aranama tribes were indigenous to this section of Texas. So imagine their confusion when the French landed on Matagorda Bay and the subsequent Spanish expeditions to the area followed. The idea of this Spanish mission system in Texas was to convert these natives to Christianity and the Spanish way of life, but also to set up presidios to protect the land from the French. Now, that's an absolutely quick version, so I highly recommend you learn more about the Spanish's influence and partnership, for good and bad, with the natives living here. The gem of the state park is definitely the Mission Nuestra Señora del Espíritu Santo. While this mission and the Presidio were originally located closer to the Gulf Coast, it was moved to this site in 1749. 
the Presidio was strategically placed on the other side of the San Antonio River, just down the road. While the building itself is quite striking, framed under the blue sky, it wasn't always this way. After Spain lost interest in funding the missions, they were left in neglect and disrepair. Once the mission was unoccupied, the stones were stolen and used to build homes and other structures in town. From 1935 to 1941, the Civilian Conservation Corps were called upon to restore this building to its original glory. By 1970, the Texas Parks and Wildlife Department was able to rebuild the chapel and exhibits in the granary. The map of the grounds showcased different structures of mission life. There are plenty of sections that were never rebuilt, but you can still get a sense of the flow of human traffic on the property. Check out this section of what would have been the priest's quarters. The mission itself is defined by the rock wall that borders the grounds. But just on the outside of the wall, there is a trail that will wind through the dense foliage. The Aranama Trail is 0.25 miles and loops just above the San Antonio River. One of the coolest things about this trail was the stone quarry. This is where the stones would have come to build the mission, and it's pretty sizable. There is also a hike and bike trail that's 2.5 miles. You can take it into town or hike on up to the Presidio. The park itself features the same accommodations you'll find at a regular state park. The campsites are spacious, and on the last visit, there were plenty of RVers kicking back and enjoying the view. If you're interested in paddling, stay at the Hakalas camping area and drop in on the San Antonio River. There are sites here for RVers and tent campers, but if you're only here for the day, admission is $4 for adults and free for kids 12 and under. Definitely recommend a full day here at Goliad State Park and Historic Site. Down the street and directly in front of the Presidio is an unassuming stucco building next to the parking lot. As you approach, you'll realize it is the second site of the park. This building tells the story of Ignacio Zaragoza. He was born at the Presidio in 1829 during Mexico's fight for independence with Spain, and ultimately grew up to be a general in Mexico's army to help win its independence from France on May 5, 1862. In Spanish, you'll say it as Cinco de Mayo. Inside the building, the bright colors give an extensive history on his way of life and a timeline of events that shaped Mexico's history. In 1992, the Texas legislature made Goliad the official site for Cinco de Mayo. Just down the sidewalk from here, there's an amphitheater and a statue dedicated to Zaragoza. The Presidio La Bahia is considered one of the finest examples of a Spanish frontier fort. According to its website, it has participated in six national revolutions and wars for independence. Spanish, Mexican, and Texas soldiers all used its fortified walls for protection. Inside, you'll see a hallway dedicated to the story of this presidio, the gift shop, and a small theater to learn more about this historic building. Seek out the artifacts that have been found on the property and learn more about the daily lives of the residents but step out into the courtyard to be immersed in the vastness of what lies inside these walls. Visit the barracks and walk up on each corner of the Presidio to read more about the strategic location. 
A must-visit while you're here is definitely the church. This chapel is one of the oldest churches in America, and still an active parish. It has been used since the 1700s. Fannin's men were held here as captives before they faced their untimely massacre from Santa Ana. Admire the fresco done by Antonio Garcia behind the altar, and check out the statue of Our Lady of Loreto done by Lincoln Borglum. Because it's not part of the Texas Park site, you do have to pay separate admission, but there's plenty to see at the Presidio and just outside its walls. In 1836, 344 men, including an ill-prepared colonel named James Walker Fannin, were captured during the Battle of Coleto Creek and ordered to be executed at the behest of Santa Ana. Fannin was part of the remaining 40 wounded soldiers who were taken to the Presidio. He watched his men be executed and was saved for last. Stephen Hardin's book, Texian Iliad, recounts the circumstances behind his death. Fannin made three requests. He wanted his possessions to be sent to his family, to save his face, and have a proper Christian burial. The Mexican soldiers ultimately stole his belongings. Fannin was indeed shot in the face, and there was no burial. He was burned along with the other soldiers that died before him. Outside the walls of the Presidio, you'll learn about the angel of Goliad, Francita Alvarez. She rescued 20 soldiers that escaped by pretending to be dead, and the majority of them went on to defeat Santa Ana at the Battle of San Jacinto. But here is where you'll see the Fannin Memorial. For those soldiers who were massacred and burned, a reminder of the bloodshed that was constant during the Texas Revolution. The missions were all linked on the historic El Camino Real trail system. At the El Camino Real Visitor Center, learn more about the trail and this cabin built by the Civilian Conservation Corps. Each room features information about why the trail is important and how it laid the groundwork for the mission system in Texas. In the main area, check out amazing photos and learn more about the CCC's work to restore the Spanish structures throughout the park. And finally, hop in your car and take a short drive to the outskirts of Goliad to visit Mission Nuestra Señora del Rosario. The Franciscans built this mission for the Karankawa tribe around 1754. But the natives were used to wandering the land and not staying in one place too long. So the mission was proved ineffective and ultimately was just used for livestock, which was another large aspect of the mission systems. The mission was closed in 1792, but its legacy lives on. View it from a distance and learn more about the inhabitants and see what it may have looked like in its original form. The missions, the El Camino Real, and the Presidios all serve as chapters in Texas's storied history. These parks and churches offer a great way to learn about the different flags that fly over Texas, and Goliad is definitely an important reminder of it all. So next time you're looking for some history, travel on down to Goliad State Park and Historic Site and learn all about what it stands for. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Texas Trailhead Podcast. If you like what you heard, please let me know by leaving feedback on Apple iTunes or wherever you listen to this podcast. You can also support this podcast with a small monthly donation 
to help sustain future episodes. You can find this on anchor.fm and just search the Texas Trailhead. Still looking for more? Click the links below to find the website, Facebook page, and see pictures from the outdoors on my Instagram page. So until next time, grab your backpack, put on your hiking shoes, and let's go out on another adventure. This is the Texas Trailhead.